Do you have trouble hearing when there is noise in the background? Do you often ask people to repeat what they've just said? Can you hear this sound? If my voice was my spokesman, I would have fired him years ago. This is me, last week in my managing director Jerry's office. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Without doubt. He couldn't look me in the eye. I actually felt uncomfortable for him, so I started tuning out. On his desk, there's a photograph of himself and his wife taken in Hawaii. This stupid bloody recession. The boat nursing cocktails. And as you know, we can't get credit. His fat pink legs. So like you said, we have to restructure. Jerry had a fling with an intern and his wife found out. No one here is immune. So they went on a second honeymoon. If you wouldn't mind moving out of your office temporarily. I was once at the heart of this company. Baker to be reviewed. I was just about to say something, but... Sorry, I'm going to have to get this. We can talk later. Of course, we haven't had that talk. I just went back to my office and parked my arse in the chair. I haven't done payroll since 1988. I don't want to vacate my office. I like my office. At the same time, none of this was unexpected, but somehow, with every word he spoke, it felt like different parts of me were being switched off. Like rooms that once let light in, one by one. My career, my marriage, my desire to do anything about it. And then, with everything shut down, a voice somewhere deep inside of me reached up and said, Who the hell are you, Jim? I don't know, I said. I don't know. I was so brain dead. I don't even remember pulling out of the car park. A woman out walking a dog. I don't know how I missed her. She glanced at me. I knew that face. What are the chances? Fiona French, my first girlfriend. I haven't seen her for 30 years. I just sat there, my heart racing, watching her walk away. She didn't look back. Fiona French. I couldn't get her out of my head, so I googled her. Turns out she works as an audiologist in a hearing aid outlet in town. So now, in a little under an hour's time, I'll be sitting opposite Fiona. I've had to raise the volume on the TV in recent years. Other than that, I'm pretty sure anyone can fake hearing loss. Jim. You just say pardon a lot. Jim. Uh, pardon? What time is it? Uh, pardon? What time is it? Uh, 25 past eight. Okay, I'd better get going. This is my wife, Margaret. We've been married going on 30 years. We live in a nice semi-detached home with the cherry blossom in the front garden. Can you make sure you wake up Laura? She has an exam at 10 and you're bringing her over? I know. And try and be encouraging. She says she's failed everything so far. Well, exams, you know, they aren't everything. That's not encouraging. So how's the eulogy coming along? Now stop changing the subject. If you can't be encouraging, say nothing. One of Margaret's colleagues dropped dead last week. 50 years old. Massive heart attack. I thought he was a shithead, to be honest. And so I think did Margaret. But now, in a final insult, his wife, widowed wife, wants Margaret to eulogize him. If you basically say nothing, they'll all know exactly how you felt about him. Did I ask you for help? No, just if you want to, run it by me. Are you sure you don't want me to go? You have your hearing appointment. You should keep it. I'll see you tonight. Ah, yes, uh, my hearing appointment. Do you have a difficulty hearing phone calls? Do you find yourself trying to lip-read? 
Do you often misunderstand what people are saying? Fiona and me went to the countryside one time. We jumped onto a swing over a river where the rope snapped. I don't think I've ever laughed as much in my life. Maybe there was something special about Fiona and me. Something I didn't appreciate at the time. Because now that I've nearly crippled her, I just can't seem to shake her off. I have it all worked out. If she doesn't recognize me, that's fine. But if she does... Jesus, Jim, is that you? Jim, Jim, Jim. Yeah, it's me, Jim, 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 all right. Oh, my God, and you haven't changed one iota. Well, just maybe on top. No, I like bold. And, you know, in the middle. No, I like cuddly. Okay. I don't believe it. You walk into my office after all these years, and it's like it's only yesterday we were dry humping each other. Yeah, I know. I feel the same way. Do you mind if I just loosen one of my buttons here? It's getting awfully hot, isn't it? Yeah, but listen. Shh. It's just you and me now. Phew, I'm all a flutter. Well, that's all very flattering, but... I just need to examine your hearing first. Occupational hazard. Just so as I know how you're functioning up there, you know? Hearing-wise. Oh, well, I already filled out your questionnaire. This procedure is a little more revealing. Are you squeamish? Not particularly. Okay, so I'm just going to insert this camera. You might feel a little tingle. Oh, okay. Now let's both of us look at the image on the screen there. So, do you see that? What? That's what we in the profession call the black hole of Calcutta. Pardon? Wax. Oh. It's pitch black. And you know why? No, why? Because you should be at the funeral. No, Margaret said I should go to my hearing appointment. We sell olive oil at the reception. Uh, no, Fiona, just... Remember that day we fell into the river? We fell in, but we laughed. We just laughed. It comes with a special applicator. Where's he gone? That laughing me. Use it for five days. Now, just can you take another look in there? See if you can find him, please? Okay, we'll try the other ear. Tingle. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's no difference. Jim, are you in there? Hello? Absolutely. I'm here, Jim. I'm here. Jim, hello. Hello, Jim. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Laughing Jim from 30 years ago. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here, Jim. Even though we got soaked to the skin, we still laughed. Remember that? Yes, I do. It was so funny. I can't hear a thing. There's just... There's too much gunk in the way. People get the idea that wax is dirty, but it's actually an antiseptic. No, but don't you see? There's a me in there. I'm just... I'm buried beneath all that crap. Don't ever use cotton buds, because they just compact it. All the choices I've made or haven't made, they all just build up until you, you have what you showed me there on the screen. One big, hard heap of... Uh, sure, it'll be grand, but it won't be grand. What's happened to me, Fiona? Just call into your GP for syringing. And maybe get some happy pills? No, but all this started with Jerry. 
Maybe I should just kick his door down, give him an earful. Fire me, you condescending, unappreciative, ungrateful so-called friend. Hawaii is the most hypocritical, cliched, bookamdano, cocktails and pineapples. Come on. Your wife is never going to forgive you. Your home is a well of hate. Even your dog turns his nose up at you because dogs can smell assholes, you sad, sad man. Dad. I have a funeral to get to because Margaret was only being considerate when she said that I had to keep my appointment at the hearing clinic. Dad. Because that's what love is. Dad. 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 What? You were supposed to wake me up. You're shouting at me. You were just sitting there. I was thinking. I thought you'd had a stroke. No, I haven't had a stroke. Where's Mum? At the funeral. Are you not going? No. Why not? Because I have a hearing appointment. Why are you shouting? I'm not shouting. Oh, so you are going deaf. No, I'm not going deaf. Then why were you... Well, we have to go. Did you eat my Cocoa Pops? Here, buy yourself breakfast in college. I don't want... 50 quid? Did you really not have a stroke? Can I not give you 50 quid without you getting suspicious? Well, no. Not a skin flint like you. Don't worry, you'll be fine. What? In the exam. Oh, oh you're stressing me out. 20 years old and still eating Cocoa Pops. Same age I was when I met Fiona. But I was more emotionally mature than Laura. I was in love, even if I didn't know it at the time. I hope Laura's not in love. That's all we need. I should really be going to the funeral. Margaret wants me there, I know she does. Some of them shafts you, and then you have to praise them. That's difficult. So I'll go. Only I wish she'd let me support her, you know, properly. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah. My wife was supposed to be up here today, but you know, I just couldn't stand idly by and let all her unexpressed heart fester into a cancer that chews her up from the inside. So I said, I'd arrest that particular tumour and do some truth-telling. Frank was a sneaky, two-faced, backstabbing, ass-kissing thief who rode roughshod over my wife to secure a promotion he had no right to secure. A talentless, self-serving thug whose time has come, and may I say, not a day too soon. Good riddance, Frank. Long live the living. Long live the living. Margaret's eyes will be welling up. By the time we get home, we'll be so hot for each other, we'll set off the smoke alarm. Because <laughs> that's just the kind of guy I am. Dad. Strong, resilient, fearless. Dad, Dad, Dad. Stop that, will you? You are definitely losing your hearing. Hora? Okay. Let's go. Do you find that practically everything you enjoy eating has been taken off the menu? Are you prone to losing your temper? Do you feel like you're the only one who understands what the recycling bin is for? So what's this exam you're so stressed about? What did I say? Sorry. But you know exams, they're not... I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Jesus Christ, get off the road. Asshole. Bloody hell. All right, Dad. I'm paying for his rehab. Look, I'm supposed to be going into this exam in a calm state of mind. What is it? What's the exam? Come on. Economic history of Europe. Bad to worse. What more can you say? Jesus! I'm just kidding. You'll be fine. Well, stop telling me I'll be fine. No. 
There you are. Safe and sound and on time. Okay, thanks. Don't, Don't say it. What? I'll see you later, sweetheart. See you. Okay, I can still make the appointment. It's only polite. They'd be expecting me. Well, not me, personally. Anyway, it'd be good to get my hearing examined. And if there's wax, maybe they can syringe them there and then. And once that's done, I'll go home and I'll tell Margaret and Laura everything. Yeah, Margaret, uh, last week uh, the MD called me in. I knew it was on the cards, but I, I seem to have taken it very badly because I nearly killed my ex, Fiona French. She's an audiologist now, so I made an appointment. You see, we fell into a river once, and what happened was that we laughed, you know? <laughs> Laughter. <laughs> that. That kind of thing. That's terrible about work. Why didn't you tell me? You thought you'd get some kind of thrill from having your hearing examined? No, there was no thrill. I understand about the pay cut, but why are you losing your office? Well, it's a cost-saving measure. I think you need to cop on and start investing in my future. You should really try and get your office back. Uh, sorry, if I could just come in there... Yeah, sure. Yeah, this is Jerry. Well, you know him already. My boss. No, it's... Uh... It's just, Jim, you were the one who actually came in to me with the figures. And it was you who said uh, we're going to have to cost cut. Uh, maybe lay off some people. Get more for less. That kind of thing. Yeah, well, that's true. So why did you think that the cutbacks wouldn't apply to you? I suppose, uh, yeah, that's a fair point. The thing is, Jim, if I could be honest here... Yeah, sure, go ahead. I'd be getting rid of you if I could... But we know each other for years, and it's not so straightforward, because you have all these entitlements. See, the thing is, there are hundreds of graduates out there desperate for a foothold in the industry. They have new ideas, new technologies, enthusiasm. Remember that? They're all right, but... Uh, oh, what do I get from you? Uh, dedication, loyalty, anecdotes. You just turn up and moan. And you get sleepy after lunch. Why do you think I moved you to the open plan? I've been having lighter lunches now for months. You need to upskill or I'm cutting you loose. Sorry about the interruption, Margaret. I'll just go away now and carry on working myself to death for the likes of Jim and his colleague. No, I will upskill and drink more coffee. That's no problem. Thanks, Jerry. But it's not even about the job, Margaret. You know? I mean, what exactly are we trying to uphold here? Uphold. The bills, the house, the careers, the planned spontaneity of the weekends, all that getting up in the morning business. We've been getting up in the morning for going on 20,000 times now. Don't you ever ask yourself why? Why am I getting up? Could I not just stay here and let it all wash over me? Dad, you need a hobby. I have plenty of hobbies. Sitting in front of the television eating my Cocoa Pops is not a hobby. I gave you 50 quid. What about wood turning? Margaret, look out the window. What do you see? Rotting cherry blossoms. Across the road? Well, I imagine our neighbours are sitting down to eat and watch have food in my house and then tell me how disgusting it was, or whatever it's called. Yeah, and doesn't that just oppress the living hell out of you? Stick your fingers in your ears. What? What do you hear? My heart. No, 
That's not your heart, Daddy. That's the sound of wallowing. Hello, heart. Can you hear me? Hello, Jim. Hi, heart. Yeah, I know you've been beating away there for a while. Not sure I deserve you. You haven't treated me that badly. Just lay off the donuts, and a brisk walk of an evening works wonders. You know, I booked in for this appointment with an audiologist, and I think it's because I feel like nobody's listening to me. Well, maybe it's you who needs to do the listening, Jim. Okay, try meeting someone with real problems, for example. Yeah, okay, but you know, just volunteer in a hospice. No, but it's, it's just, it feels like it's all just come crashing down on me. Be grateful for your ingratitude. No, I am grateful for everything. But it's just because if you're lucky enough, one day you'll be dying and probably in a fair bit of pain. And you look back and you say, so what if someone took my parking space? Okay, yeah, thanks, heart. That's great. Setbacks are good, Jim, and this one's been custom-made for you. Your heart's right, Dad. Because when you're going over the balance sheet of your life, do you honestly think you're going to say, remember the time I had to take that pay cut and move out of my office? I really wish that I'd hooked up with my first girlfriend, because I remember laughing with her after falling from a rope when I was 20. I'm 20, Dad. No. What you're going to say is... The happiest times of my life were the ones I spent with my wife and daughter. Especially with my daughter, who's such a wonderful human being. No thanks to me. You're never going to have an affair. All that texting. You hate texting. Plus, he never leaves the house without his anorak. Not true. June, July, sometimes August. Do some weeding. Smell the petrol. Buy me thoughtful presents. Stop throwing fifties at me. It doesn't make me love you. Who's that in the mirror, looking back at you? What's he saying? And why are you listening? There it is, just across the street. Not what I expected. A glass front, receptionist on the phone, posters for hearing aids, a smiling old man with a mouth full of dentures playing frisbee in an everlasting summer. Good morning, the hearing clinic. Hi, this is Jim here. I have an appointment with you. Yes, in five minutes. Yes, well, I can't make the appointment. No problem. What time would suit you? No, like I said, I don't need a hearing aid of any description. Okay, that's no problem. No, there's no problem. I can actually hear conversations from two desks away. I'm getting less work done, but what the hell do I know? You see, I used to have my own office. I understand. I just need to get them syringed. No problem. No, I don't want you to do it. No problem. Why would it be a problem? No, I said it's no problem. I know it isn't. And take me off your system forthwith. Okay. Altogether, completely, eradicate me. Okay. So does that mean you're doing that then? Pardon? Eradicating me. No, I can't do it now, sir. Well, I need to have that done. Yes, I will do it. When? When we finish this call. Sorry, this line is very bad. When we finish the call... I'll delete you. Yes, I've already asked you to do that. No problem. And that bloody questionnaire I had to fill out online, my wife wouldn't ask me those questions. I'm a respectable family man. It's a basic human right. 
privacy. Have you heard of that? We never share any client information with outside parties. I should bloody well hope so. And I do not want to be harassed. No emails, no letters, no texts, no free bloody hearing aids. No problem. I never existed. Pardon? Press delete. I will, I'll press delete. Pardon? I will, I'll press delete. I am not a moron. Pardon? You'd imagine someone like you dealing with people who are hard of hearing that you'd learn to treat them with some respect. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... I'm not hard of hearing, by the way. It's just wax. I beg your pardon? So how will I know you've done that, then? Pardon? Wiped me off the record. Well, we won't be in touch with you again. And how can I be sure of that? Well, I suppose I could put a note on your file. What? No, no files. I do not want a file. No files. No problem. I do not want you or anyone associated with you to ever, ever, ever contact me or keep any records, track, notification, memory, password, code, nothing. I am nothing. N-O-T-I-N-G. N-O-T-H-I-N-G. Do you understand me? Okay, thank you, sir. Would that be all? Do I have to go in there myself and do this? No, that won't be necessary, sir. Glad to hear it. Would that be all, sir? Yeah, and a good day to you, too. <sighs> Unbelievable. Yeah? Hey, darling, how's it going? Has the funeral started yet? I'm just pulling into the churchyard. Did you bring Laura over? Yeah, and I did actually find a way of encouraging her, using words, so she's in a good frame of mind now. Right. So listen, I was thinking maybe I should go to the funeral after all. But what about your hearing appointment? I think it's more important that I'm there with you in a support role. Not if we keep having to have the television on a full blast. No, I, I'm pretty sure I'm just due a syringe. It's great you made an appointment. I mean, you hate anything medical. No, they wouldn't be able to do anything because it's just an impassable lump. Spare me the details. Sorry, I'll see you over there then. To be honest, I was kind of happy that you weren't going. Oh, why? You looking up at me, making me think about how I actually feel about Frank. I think I'd find that quite distracting. Nothing's more life-affirming than a funeral. I've always said that. That's what I mean. I shall what harm. The blood's still pumping through us, isn't it? I'll behave, I promise. If you stand down the back and keep your mouth shut. Yeah, and I was thinking that it'd be nice if the three of us could, you know, go out for a meal sometime. Have a laugh. Is there something you're not telling me? What? You're not thinking of dying on me or anything. What? No one's dying. Well, obviously, Frank's a goner, but... Like it's not your hearing at all? No, I, I, I just think it... It's your brain? What? Because you have been acting funny lately, and, and I was putting it down to the change. N no, I'm just, you know, before things get too pear-shaped. <laughs> just us three, laughing. I have to go, and you need to get here fast if you're coming. I'm on my way, darling. Yeah, I think I've dodged a bullet there, to be honest. Fiona wouldn't recognize me. And even if she did, who wants that kind of recognition? Jesus, Fiona. I preferred you when you were 20. No, it's nothing too mysterious. I need a new car, simple as. I've been driving sensible now for years. I'm sick of sensible. I need something that's more... me. Something that catches up with the who I am right now. Distinguished. Discerning. Deceptively spacious. Asshole! 
Where are they crawling out of? There's no end to them. Send for yourself like the rest of us. Yeah, you too, asshole. Oh shit, he's coming over. Come on, lights. Come on. Thanks be to Jesus. Just your all you like, Sonny Jim. Yeah, I need to talk to Margaret about the car. If she asks what's up, I just say... That's the least I deserve. She think I'm joking, but I'm not. I'm deadly serious. You know, they say that if you smile, it's supposed to be really good for you. It doesn't have to be for any reason. Just a smile. They say the same about laughter. Apparently, you can make yourself laugh by laughing. <laughs> Have you ever felt like it's over before it's begun? Do you hear your own voice louder than anyone else's? Can you hear this sound? <laughs>